It gives me great pleasure to welcome my friend James Bland. James Bland is the creator, showrunner, and star of the Emmy-winning drama series Giants, which originally premiered on the Issa Rae YouTube channel and can now be seen on Clio TV, a new cable network from TV One. Giants has won Best Drama at the Streamies, the Indie Series Awards, and the International Academy of Web and Television Awards. It was the only digital series to be honored with a 2018 Voice Award for its contribution to behavioral health understanding. With over 5 million views on YouTube, the series has earned James an Indie Series Award for Best Lead Actor and Best Writing in a Drama, as well as multiple daytime Emmy nominations for Acting, Writing, and producing. A graduate of Florida A&M University, James began his career working under producers and creatives executives at Sony Screen Gems. While navigating the studio world, he wrote and directed numerous award-winning short films. He then went on to work as a digital producer for TV Land and Nickelodeon. Currently, James serves as the founder and CEO of James Bland Productions, a full-service production company focused on creating premium content for film, television, and digital platforms. Hi, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions. Seven Questions is where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I'm so honored to be sitting here in Hollywood with my friend James Bland. And James is a busy, busy man. If you haven't heard of him yet, he's just all over Hollywood and doing his thing. And I'm so honored that he can be here today to take a few minutes to play seven questions. What's up, James? Yo, what's going on? I'm well. How are you today? I'm doing good. Mid-week. I'm doing good. Thanks Mid-week. for having me. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Hump day. Thank you for coming. Of course. Uh, what are you working on? Oh, man, I'm writing. Okay. Yeah, I've been writing quite a bit. So I actually just finished my very first feature film. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> I did yeah. not know that fr- prior to uh, starting yeah, to hit the record man. button. So that was... It, it was a process. Wow. But uh, I turned my final draft in, I want to say, like two or three weeks ago. Very cool. And I told myself that I was going to write less mm-hmm. in 2020 and direct and act more. But I'm actually now writing another feature film. Very so, cool. Uh, Anything you can yeah. tell us about that one? Oh, yeah. So it's actually it's going to be a continuation of my series, Giants. Oh, cool. And so instead of doing a third season, I've decided to to do a feature. And, Very cool. Uh, this is going to be a bit more manageable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> versus doing, what, like five, four to five hours worth of content. You know, a feature is an hour and a half. Okay. And um, so. There you go. It's Giants. Giants. Mm-hmm. I'll be uh, putting links to Giants for those who don't know. Uh, the web is it? It's more than a web series now. It's actually on. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, so, I know it as web series, but I'm not incorrect. Yeah, in no, saying you're that. good, man. I just call it a drama series. A drama series. Uh, it's a drama series that originally premiered on the web. Yeah, so um, that's why stuck in my head. Yeah, that, so yeah. it's a digital series, but uh, now it's on Clio TV. Yes, yes. A uh, new network from TV One, so you can check your your local listings. Very cool, man. Yep. So proud. Thank you, man. Uh, well, thank you for being here. I won't take too much of your time. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, this is seven questions. James has not seen the questions prior, right? Nope. Hasn't seen the questions, but he does He, he does see this little box that we have here. Uh, I'm going to shake the questions up, and we're going to start playing. Let's do it. Ready? All right, question one. You read or I read? You I'm going to let you read it. I'm going to let you read it. Okay. What's the lesson that's taking you the longest to learn? Ooh. Question one. All right, so I'm just I'm gonna go with the first thing that comes to mind. The the lesson that's taking me the longest to learn 
uh, is really to trust my brilliance. Mm. It's something that um, I feel like I've struggled with, man. And even in the process, and a good segue, you know, writing my very first feature last year, I questioned my ability, you know, quite a bit. Um, and I think the lesson in it is everything that you need is kind of already inside of you. Granted, there's a lot of growth to be had in, in every area. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that we might just not know or mm-hmm. areas that we might not be, you know, as strong in. But um, essentially, as storytellers and artists, like there is a thing that's already inside of us mm-hmm. that if we kind of trust it and we're able to at least get it out and get it on a page, that it can always be molded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the lesson for me was you don't have to arrive at a place. Like, you don't have to arrive at brilliance. You have mm-hmm. to know that you you already are brilliant and that through going through the revision process, because writing is rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. So just get it out, get it on a page, and then trust that um, you will have all of the tools and resources, whether it be other uh, writer friends, you know, people who know more, you know, mentors who will help mm. you mold it into something. Um, that is that is great. But I was brilliant when I started. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Trust the process. Thank you for sharing that. Question two. All right. Here. All right. Ooh, what's your, I don't think I know this. What's your motivation to succeed? Okay. What, what's motivating What motivates you? me? Um, I just feel like I've been called, mm-hmm. you know, to a higher purpose. Um, I think a lot about just the why. Like, why am I here? Like, why am I taking up space? Mm. Um, and I, I look at success, you know, I think larger than this whole idea of being wealthy or... Mm-hmm. Um, or being known or being notable in a particular particular area. And I've really learned to look at success in terms of how I'm being impactful, mm. um, even if it's on a scale that might seem small. And so this whole idea of if I can impact, you know, one, two, three, maybe 100 people, that uh, that is still success. And oftentimes we feel like if we're not on like a national stage, or if we're not a celebrity, or if we don't have a certain amount of money in our bank account, that we feel um, less successful than, like, let's say, the other person. But I've learned to kind of shift that in terms of my thinking. And so uh, for me, it's all about the why. Like, and I know that I've been called uh, to really impact the lives of other people. Uh, I'm a filmmaker because for me it is ministry. Mm-hmm. That I feel like um, the reason why uh, God put me here on this earth was to be a storyteller and to be a creative because um, like he is the original creator, right? Mm. And being a creator and putting things on the screen really has uh, a very significant impact on the lives of people as far as representation, in terms of folks seeing themselves, in terms of helping people get through difficult times, in terms of people realizing that they matter, mm. that their life matters. Um, and so that's what really drives me and kind of pushes me. It's because I recognize that I'm not doing this for me, that I'm actually serving a purpose far greater than myself. And because of that, and because of like this whole idea and this saying that too much is given, much is required, I'm like, I gotta do this. Mm. Not to be known or not to have a lot of money, but because this is your purpose on earth. Mm. So if you're not doing this, then why are you here? Then what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Deep. Man, only in question two. <laughs> Thank you for that. 
Question three. Dope. Ooh. Do you believe in luck? Do I believe in luck? I do. You do? Yeah. Okay. I, I think some people are lucky. <laughs> but the thing that I know is that luck isn't enough. Like, okay. Luck is only going to get you so far. Okay. But yeah, I believe in luck. So you do believe in luck? Yes. All right. I'll keep that one simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> but I will it. say, <laughs> luck isn't enough. Luck isn't enough. Mm -hmm. All right. Question four. Ooh, this one I definitely don't know. If you were an animal, which one would you want to be? Uh, if I was an animal, I would absolutely be... Uh, well, my spirit animal is a giraffe. I'll start there. Um, how do you know that, for those who don't know what spirit animal is? I don't know. Some, <laughs> you know, maybe one of those internet... Okay, <laughs> no, it's just curious. <laughs> I'm curious myself. For those, <laughs> a.k.a. me... <laughs> I feel like one of those internet quizzes I took, you know, once upon a time, it told me that I was, it was a giraffe, and it kind of made sense because, not just because of the height, I come 6'6". Six, six, because, you know, that's what but, I thought at first. Uh, I was like, okay, you are tall. Well, how many tall animals? It was something about a giraffe. A, a giraffe is very meek and somewhat of a humble and a gentle creature, mm -hmm. and that made sense for me. Um, but a giraffe, because his head is in the clouds, the giraffe is somewhat of a dreamer. Mm -hmm. um, but also it says that if, if a giraffe is your spirit animal, that you have this spiritual type of connection uh, because you're closer to the heavens mm -hmm. uh, in a way. But if I had to choose, I would be a lion. And I'm actually coming into 2020 with this idea that I want to have Big Cat energy. Okay. Have you heard that? I have not heard that. I think it's a little <laughs> similar to Big yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> Energy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but I had this conversation with our mutual friend, with Jeff Wallace. Okay. Um, and it's this idea, man, that, hey, the lion is the king of the jungle. So if I'm going to be anything, I'm going to be king. Like, I want to sit on the throne. Mm. Like, I want to I wanna rule. I want to have a, 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 a domain. But in addition, like a lion... Um, is uh, very strategic mm -hmm. about the way he or she hunts. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to be a lion. I'm just, I'm going to just keep it that simple. Dang. I can't mm -hmm. argue with that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Question five. How you doing so far? I'm good, man. Almost done. Yeah. Question five. I thought the questions were going to be a bit more salacious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. I'm curious about this one. What do you do to find peace when at times there is noise all around you? Mm, I say so. to myself. I mean, I just started this 21 uh, days of meditation. Uh, well, 21 days of abundance. Uh, but it's uh, Deepak uh, Chopra's uh, from his book. And it's a 21-day uh, process of meditating in the morning. And then there's a task associated with it. And so I've been practicing... Uh, just sitting with myself and realizing how difficult that is mm. and how hard it is to turn off, you know, my mind and allow myself to be quiet and still. Um, and so that is what I do to kind of quiet the outside noise as I go inward and I remind myself of the most purest, you know, things about me, you know, um, not what anyone says or or the perception of anyone else, but you know, how do I feel and what does God say about me, right? Like I wrote this poem years ago called I Know You, mm -hmm. and I wrote it around this uh, time where I was really questioning my identity and kind of mm -hmm. who I was and how I wanted to show up in the world. And like a part of the poem, it says like, I know you, like I knitted you in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. I laid purpose in your being before I breathed life into you. There's a scripture that says, um, 
I, I, I watched you in utter seclusion mm. while you were being made. And so when you think about like stillness and meditation, like utter seclusion, mm-hmm. like there's nothing there but you and, and him, you and God. Yeah. Uh, so if you can get to that place, I think what else is there, you know, in terms of noise and distractions? Yeah, nothing else matters. Because he made <laughs> us in utter seclusion. Yeah. So he knows us the best. And if you can get to that place, um, it's a very peaceful and a very slow place. Um, so that's what I do. Wow. Well, I feel like I'm in meditation right now. Listen to you, brother. I just had, yeah. I just had a I just had a moment of like, ah, oh, just thinking about being in the presence of the Lord. Man. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Question six. Come on. Ooh, question six. This is timely. Uh, what do you want to be remembered for? Mm. You know, I want to be remembered as an artist who has something meaningful to say. Um, when I think about, like, the Jane Baldwins, when I think about, like, the Nina Simones, mm. like, yeah, they were great artists, they were great writers, um, singers, but they had something to say. Um, and I think in addition to my work, like my films, uh, I would love for you know, my words to be immortalized, mm-hmm. um, to be quoted. Um, so and maybe that's the writer in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want to be remembered for what I had to say. Nothing. I'll leave it there. So, question seven. Last one. Make it good. Uh, it's long. Ooh. I'm actually curious on this one. <laughs> What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Uh, What's been the most difficult choice you've had yeah, to, to make? Leaving people behind. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I think in this journey, in particular in Los Angeles, that uh, I have I have a tendency just in general to be... Um, I have a hard time putting myself first, mm-hmm. right? I want to help everybody you know i want to bring people along um but there comes a time where it's like that cliche saying about putting your oxygen mask on first before you can help anybody else um and also realizing that everybody can't go to the next level with you Mm -hmm. and that there's some people in your life who are actually toxic or who are actually dead weight but the difficult thing is, what if that person who's dead weight or the person who's toxic is someone who's been your friend for over 10 years mm. or someone who is your frat brother or even someone who is your blood relative? There's this, uh, I think, this socialized idea that we're supposed to retain people um, forever, for a lifetime. It's like, that's why a lot of people stay in marriages mm. that aren't serving them anymore. It's because we've been socialized that the word of God says mm-hmm. that marriage is forever and you got to go through the hardships, but nah, some people you got to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with the question, the most difficult choice I had to make to fulfill my destiny is letting go of folks who I've been tied to for years and recognizing and being honest with myself and them when they've become dead weight and they're no longer serving me. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. And I think there are many people out there who may need to hear that mm-hmm. <laughs> or who could relate to that. So thank no, you definitely. for sharing. Um, well, 
Seven questions is done, man. That was easy. That was easy. Uh, thank you. For I feel like we went to church real quick. Hey, went to church and out. You know, didn't even can have I, to. Can, can I leave my cash app in case <laughs> somebody wants to drop drop some coins? Drop some coins in the collection plate. Hey, you can do it if you wish. I'm man. not gonna do that. I'm right. not gonna do that. Uh, well, it's the end of the game, and at the end, uh, every guest nominates someone that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you like to nominate? I'm gonna nominate my boy Darius. Okay. Um, so Darius also has a podcast. Uh, it's called One Thousand Failures. Oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah, and I think he is a extremely insightful dude. Uh, him and I actually went to Vegas uh, together uh, sometime last year, and we were both speakers at Money Twenty Twenty. Okay. It's a, like a fintech conference. Yeah, I know we, Money Twenty Twenty. We don't even work anywhere <laughs> near fintech, but and it was interesting. We were like the two black creatives, like in this sea of 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 finance technology yeah. people um and so i got a chance to see him on the on the big stage interviewing the ceo who is the founder <laughs> ceo of a unicorn okay yeah um so i had to learn what an actual unicorn is in the in the tech space yeah but uh i think For those who don't know unicorn <laughs> is someone who's built a company worth over a billion dollars yep. valuation yes <laughs> yeah so i think darius would be a uh, a great person to interview Perfect. Well, I'll be reaching out to you for that email intro. Um, Well, for those who are listening, you've been listening to Seven Questions. I'm so honored, again, to have my friend James Bland play with us. If you like um, what you've heard today, please click uh, subscribe and share this podcast. Thank you so much. Boom.